0: Try and start again and see what happens. Um, will you be a vendor or your own booth at SEMA? Says Team No Haven. Uh, neither. What I will have are quite a few cars that will be displayed in the booth. So, just to let you know, the logistics of where I have cars as we speak, like like set up properly. SEMA Central, which is that wonderful place that exists between the North Hall and Central Hall. There's that walking area where they do a lot of interviews and television shows. I'll have a very nice car on a pedestal there. In Future Tech, which I'm so proud to be part of, of Future Technology in terms of mobility, parts, and performance enhancements, I will have a vehicle front and center there as well. At the Hastings ring booth, for those of you petrol heads, we'll have a very nice, exciting project there as well, which will be quite exciting and, and quite interesting, and something you wouldn't expect from the Bisamodo, how should I say, stable. So, me having a booth, I will not, but I'll be running around quite a bit. And uh, I'll be there the entire week. You look like you lost weight, says Jessica. Thanks, son. No, okay guys, Just because try to start something. I am actually trying something, an experiment, where I'm consuming. So, um, yeah, you may see some changes in my appearance soon. <laughs> and a good thing, so I'm, I'm just changing my diet a little bit. But it's an experiment, so we'll see what happens. As I get success and make sure that's proper, I will let you guys know and maybe you can try it with success as well. Is that holding the hood new or, or am I starting to forget the details about the scarf? So that is new. So for a long time, this wagon had um, no hood whatsoever. So you remember this from AEM in, um, intakes? So what that does is this. So you see how it just closes and has an aperture where my turbo charge can get nice air? So that's what the hole in the hood is for. So I don't know if you can see that properly. It just feeds the, let me see if I can show, forgive me go to you, on YouTube. So you see that, it's just a box that shows the, uh, the intake, gives the intake air, an aperture, an opportunity to breathe. So that's what it's about. Let me open it up because I think it looks much nicer. Sun's hood. And there we go. So I hope that helps answer your question properly. How did you make your scale scale business? How did you make your scale scale business profitable? Um, by putting really together projects and business opportunities that solve problems. The only way to make something profitable is if you have a problem to solve, whether it's one that is inherently uh, obvious to the marketplace or one that the marketplace is not aware of. It needs to to happen. So even four years back, I'm known for single cam opportunities, right? Because I was a student, couldn't afford to go twin cam, B series or H series. So there was this, I found out there was this opportunity where a lot of D series, single cam guys, wanted to have fun and go fast without breaking the bank. So I created products that allowed you to go fast, that were rooted properly in scientific prowess, that was scientifically sound and very reliable, and people paid for it. And that made a profit. Of course, you want to have the opportunity to have enough money to cover your expenses, take care of your staffing and needs, and also have the opportunity to be able to produce a product where it doesn't break the bank for those clients. So solve a problem invoking that opportunity for emotion creates the opportunity for you to do well and have profitable businesses. And just by staying focused and not losing sight of your goal is what allowed me to do well. And that's despite people talking crap to me. I had a lot of haters, people saying that it's stupid, some kind of garbage, it's not the way to go. I had naysayers, competitors who said I was making things up, that my data wasn't sound until they tested themselves, like, oh my God, this is amazing stuff. And I took that same mindset and gone into the Porsche world, got into OEM business, and also now to EVs. So it's been good, you know? I heard, did I hear you finally touch something with an LS? Says ITB Kevin, yep, you heard it, sir. A C6 Corvette going to SEMA is going to be pretty good, you know. Are you going to get your hands on an Ionic N? I really want to. And for those of you who know what an Ionic N is, you may have seen the Ionic 5, the standard kind of boxy EV from Hyundai, where there's an all-wheel drive version that is absolutely amazing. 600 plus horsepower. Only one thing I'm not too hot about is it does have the ability to generate a synthetic noise. I like the natural noise from electric motors. I even like amplifying it if I can uh, for the occupants and those around. But I don't I'm not a huge fan of artificial name. But anyway, this thing is amazing. It's almost like Hyundai's answer to a Tesla Model N. I'm not a Tesla Model N. A Tesla Model 3 performance or a Model Y performance. But it looks much cooler. So yeah, by all means. Um let's build a Beast Motor booth for SEMA. Maybe too late now. <laughs> so that being said, um, it wouldn't quite be possible. Um, Joseph says, "I think." Joseph, how do you say? It? Matuzak says, "I think the current hybrid tech that Honda, and Mazda are utilizing, where the IC is producing energy on demand and and storing and using immediately through electric motors or capacitors." I think the current hybrid tech that Honda. I'm not. I don't know if it's a question or a statement. In the very back corner there, I don't don't know. You guys can. Oh, maybe you can see it. No, you can't see it. A little bit, maybe under that gray car, as you can see the gray Porsche right there. Right there is my first CRZ hybrid that we built for American Honda in 2010, and that utilizes an integrated motor assist uh, or IMA setup, where there is this device that's a generator and absorption unit that exists between the crankshaft and the transmission. And when you're driving, it acts as a generator of, you know, where where it can generate energy to help propel the petrol engine forward or help with transmission. It just helps with moving the vehicle forward using electric motors as an assist. And then upon decel, upon cruising, or whatever the case may be, it acts as this absorption. You know, we can absorb energy and put it back into the batteries, the DC batteries in the rear. So if that's what you're speaking of, yes, that is something that has been working quite well. But there is a push for zero emission vehicles. It seems to be the hot thing. Companies like Tesla have done a great job in creating such demand for it. Everyone's jumping in on that, trying to get it on the action. Some companies are being successful, others are not. And for us, it's really opened up to a wonderful opportunity for almost like a coach works environment. like What you may have seen in Europe about 50, 60, 70 years ago where all these small companies can exist, and create, company, you know, create automobiles that are using you know, different types of technologies and, and making things that are very beautiful. And now, because of electric motors and how compact they can be and how they are packaged, it allows for a lot more better design language without having to worry about hood height and stuff like that. So we, we will very soon get into an era where cars can become beautiful again. So I'm pretty excited about that. Also, I'm excited about really focusing on cars like this red one, this red 930, that have historical significance, keeping them on the road and making them even faster than ever, and being able to appreciate the opportunity to combine classic beauty and modern technology, which I think is pretty good, you know? Um, have you ever considered using kinetic energy storage? Kinetic energy? So potential energy is energy due to position, where if it's high, kinetic energy is energy due to motion. So your question, uh or Jesus, can be quite broad. Using kinetic energy storage? Are you talking about using storage where a device is in motion like a pendulum? Are you talking about what already happens with EVs we build here where we use regen, taking advantage of kinetic energy and bringing a vehicle to a stop and storing that back in batteries? Please allow me. Flywheel storage? Oh, like curves, like what they do in Formula One where they use a rotating flywheel and absorbing and come down? We are doing something already quite similar but instead of using a flywheel as a storage device, we're using the entire automobile in motion and bringing that to a stop or slowing down as a way to put energy back into batteries. So to answer your question, yes and no, No, that not exactly flywheels, but yes, in terms of using regen. The vehicles that I built here, we go as high as 75 kilowatts of regen energy to allow the stop. And the beauty of that, as I shared with the owner of this car yesterday, is that it makes your brakes last much longer, maybe even for the entire life of the vehicle, which is pretty exciting indeed, right? What projects are you working on currently? says Smoke Brake. I have a 930 that we're converting there. I have another Silver 930 that we're converting there. I have a unique full carbon fiber monocoque vehicle that we're converting as well. I have a UK vehicle right here next to me that we're converting, another UK vehicle right there, which is a KRAM, that also in the process of converting as we speak. Above and beyond that, we have SEMA cars that are getting ready to be launched in the next three weeks, Um, a petrol uh, Corvette C6 turbocharger, and also some touches to the Moby 935, the wide, crazy, black, huge Moby dick that we built for last year. We're having some nice touches and upgrades, and it's going back to SEMA, including a beautiful 1965 Type 1 VW bus that is terrifying to drive because it makes 450 horsepower, and more how should I say, torque don't shake a stick out, which is pretty nice indeed. That red 930, DH Jones, you love it. It's wrapped in, in this lovely plastic to maintain and not get scratched. That thing is gorgeous. I don't know who painted Jeremy's car. They did a smashing job. This car looks concourse-ready. I'm not exaggerating, guys. It is absolutely beautiful, you know? These, uh, these is asking, have I worked with any VR6 engines? Yeah, we just spoke about that a moment ago earlier in our interaction, but no, I have not had the opportunity to do that. But if VW comes on board, like I typically do with a lot of manufacturers, yes, I would definitely do that without qualm. I think the plaids new are now 89K. If so, truck, I wouldn't be surprised. So imagine that, $90,000 for a low 90 second car. The one thing that I don't like and that's why you see them so many times in, in, in auctions, in crashed. is that on one hand, if you're to buy a fifth-gen in Viper, insurance companies won't even insure you unless you take some kind of safety class, or in my case, I had an NHRA license, so I was able to get around it, some type of driving capabilities or, or certification. But then you have a plaid, which is much faster and can be quite dangerous, because that thing is freaking fast, and you can just buy it and insure it, no problem. I think... That that I think people should take classes to drive a plaid. It's just really that fast. It's really that terrifying. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty cool. Can't compare it to, They're over twenty years apart. Well, it doesn't matter, um, Kevin. I appreciate that. But on the same token, there are new petrol cars that still don't do that to today. Even one of the cars that I raced at Ormondale last week was a demon, a modified demon, and. I think that's the video I showed. You can see that I spanked it quite, quite well. It's quite nice. All street tires, and he will slick down. Um, thank you so much, Awar Ber- Berigal. I appreciate your kind words and you being here. Twisted Images 909. Hello, Rico. For those of you who know Rico, he's local in Highland area. Does all my graphic work here. When you see any stickers on my car, he's the one who does it. He's just a great guy indeed, you know? That's the fun of things, says Dad Savagery. We all learn things, and he's correct. And with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and conclude this. We've been here for like 44 minutes. And I appreciate all of you joining me on this Tech Tuesday. For those of you on YouTube, thank you so much for joining me on this YouTube opportunity as well. I'll be doing this. It looks like you guys liked it. I see some great questions coming from you guys, and I'll get to most of them next week as well. Um, I should be out of state next week, but I'll still make sure that we're here. Hello, Uncle Elmer. Good seeing you as I sign off. And this will be indefinitely here on Instagram and on YouTube. And if you don't follow me, please do so. NAB, Visual Design. Nicholas, I appreciate all your expertise and your creativity. He is my Bombay graphic artist. And so, Nicholas, what you create, my friend Rico brings to life with his stickers, which is pretty nice. So, thank you, c 510. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone. Thanks for the kind words, Joseph. Appreciate that. And Diesel jo- Jesus. Thank you so much. Or G- uh, Diesel Jesus, how do you say it? Take care, everyone. Stay safe and cheers. Bye-bye.